You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the Fantasy Freestyle. We do it every Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Yo, you can holler at me at 844-843-6879. You can join us on Twitter on at FNTSY Radio. You could also holler at me at Spittin' Speeds. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Big time in sports. It's starting to feel like I'm saying we got some we got some important game threes in the NBA playoffs. We got some important game fives in the first round of the NHL playoffs. It feels like the baseball season is starting to get into the swing. We got some aces going tonight. You know, with Syndergaard, my man James Paxton going. It feels good. We're talking about big-time fights that may be coming up. A little bit later on, I'm going to talk to you about uh, why even more uh, kind of smoke and fire around this Conor McGregor-Floyd uh, Mayweather fight. I'm even, you know, I'm getting excited about so many different things. But here's the funny part. The NFL is still kind of king. I heard earlier today uh, that... The NFL was releasing its schedule tonight, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm excited for. Forget this playoff action. I want to see if my Jets on week five, you know, when they have Sunday night football, that sort of things. It's really incredible how, you know, NFL is still king. But I got a couple of polls up that I want to talk to you guys about also here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, you know, big shout out, of course, to our sports byline affiliates around the country and the American Forces Radio Network, making this truly a global show. Big shout out to the service men and women getting a little taste from home. But I got a couple of polls up there. And right now, this first poll is 50-50, which I think is interesting. In the NBA playoffs right now, if I gave you a choice, would you take the Golden State Warriors or the field like everybody else or the Golden State Warriors I think it's interesting we'll check in on the polls we're going to do speed start and lineup, then have the cypher you know how it is give me a holler if you want 844-843-6879 I'm your boy Dane Martinez aka the spitting statistician this is the fantasy freestyle here on the fantasy sports radio network You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates. And today, I'm going to shout-out, make all the way out there in Alaska. You can hear the Fantasy Freestyle. It's truly amazing on 7.50 a.m. KFQD out there in Anchorage. And also 6.30 a.m. KJNO out there in Juneau, Alaska. And, of course, big shout-out to the American servicemen and women on the American Forces Radio Network. But also, if you can't listen live... And then this way you wouldn't be able to holler at me at 844-843-6879. You can still download us, okay? You can get it anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. You can get it on uh, plenty of plenty of websites. You could also download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way, 
whether it's Scott Angle, whether it's Benny Riccardi, whether it's Joe Pisapia, whether it's Greg Sussman, whether it's Jake Seeley, everybody here, we're giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. That's why we're the rookie of the year, you know, for the FSTWA. You know, I think I got that acronym completely wrong, but that's okay. You know, they recognize us, okay? That's what I'm saying. So let's get right to it here. Speed starting lineup here on the Fantasy Freestyle tonight. News and notes, Steve Ciszek, okay, he moved up to AAA Tacoma for the Seattle Mariners, okay? Remember, he's rehabbing from a hip. I think um, this is interesting. He will be right in line for the setup role. And remember, Diaz there, the closer in Seattle, he's kind of new to the game. So keep an eye on this, Steve Ciszek progressing nicely in his rehab stint. Cargo left the game yesterday with a bruised right hand. Listen, he got hit by a Clayton Kershaw fastball. He is day-to-day. I would be too. Then again, aren't we all? Jason Worth, he also left uh, his game against the Braves last night with a groin injury. They're going to sit him out a couple days. He's also day-to-day. Travis Darnot, he left the game with a right wrist injury. He was actually hit on the on it with a backswing. You know, he's catching. When he was making a throw back, a backswing hit him in the wrist. He's day-to-day. Interesting note, um, Major League Baseball has cleared free agent Cuban outfielder Luis Robert to sign with a club. This is a 19-year-old stud kid, so we think. Think about all the Cuban players recently from Jose Abreu to not my NS, not our NS. He's yo NS Cespedes, you know. Uh, but we also talked about that Cuban smuggling issue a few weeks back, so it's interesting that MLB has cleared this kid to sign with a club. My boy Joe Galina, who you can catch on Fantasy First Look here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, he tweeted something out today that David Price, Red Sox pitcher, was slowed in his rehab uh, process by a little nagging arm injury. They're going to, you know, step back and reevaluate that as well. You're as familiar, closer of the New York Mets. He is officially back after his 15-game suspension served for this kind of domestic violence case that he had in the offseason. Let's keep it moving here. We on a fantasy freestyle. You know what it is. If you want to holler, you can at 844-843-6879. I got some poll questions up. The first one, it's literally 50-50 about the NBA championship. Let us know about that. And also, I ask, what trades do you think might go down? A week from today, we'll be yo, doing big things with the NFL draft. And there's some, yo, this is when trades happen. I was reminded that... Uh, on 420, which today is, which is a whole nother story, right, Donnie Burns? Today being 420, the last couple of years, this was the day last year when the Eagles and the Browns made that trade for Carson Wentz. This was the day in 1993 when Joe Montana was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the day, I believe in 2001, when the Atlanta Falcons acquired the number one overall pick from the San Diego Superchargers and used that to draft Michael Vick. So I've been saying for a couple of days that it's like, you know, you know, smoke, smoke, fire times. So we got a poll up there right now. What what trade is most likely to happen? Will it be a top 10 pick? Will it be one of these cornerbacks we keep hearing about? Malcolm Butler or Richard Sherman? Will it be a uh, one of these quarterbacks we keep on hearing about? Guys like Jimmy Garoppolo? Or could it be uh, Brock Osweiler? Or will it be, uh, you know, my guy from the Jets, defensive lineman Sheldon Richardson? So let us know. You could do that at the FNTSY radio Twitter handle. You could always follow and holler at your boy Spittin' Speeds. Ask me some questions. I'll answer them on the air. Um, you know, yesterday I told you. Yesterday I told you the starter I was going with was Dallas Keuchel. I said I was paying the 9600 for him. Check it out. Here's what he did. Seven innings pitch, one earned run, seven strikeouts. He now goes to 3-0 and with a sub-1 ERA on the season. This is Spies and Spittin' Statistician. This is what I do for you. I also told you I think Amir Garrett might keep it going for Cincinnati. What'd he do? 
Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, 12 strikeouts. Got a quality start, although the Reds did lose 2-1 to one to the Baltimore Orioles. I'm telling you about this pitching. That's what you need to do. That is the way to win this cash in baseball DFS. And tonight, tonight, let me tell you something. There's some options tonight. Between Thor, Noah Syndergaard, Danny Duffy, Steven Strasburg. That's all chalk. That's fine to me. I will say this. I'm fading Thor. I'm fading Thor today because of this blister, this fingernails. My man Tony Sincott on the DFS lineup lock show told you that Thor tonight is wearing like fake fingernails. Uh, that takes some getting used to. He has these blister issues. Only four strikeouts last time. I like that, but I don't like having to pay 11200 on FanDuel for it. So here's where I'm going tonight. And I've been I've I've been hot lately. Hopefully you've been listening to me. James Paxton. James Paxton tonight, 9,000 at Oakland. Let me tell you something. This, again, combined stuff I'm talking about. I've liked James Paxton all year long. I've told you about that. I told you I would take James Paxton over King Felix Hernandez earlier in the, se- earlier in the season, in the preseason. I was telling you in drafts. James Paxton, 22 strikeouts and 21 innings pitch, still has yet to give up a run so far this season. And we've talked about the ballpark factor at Oakland. I like that. I like that, okay? Like I'm Kirk Cousins. Going up against Valdez, making his first career start in place of Kendall Graveman today also. So I like Paxton. That's the way I'm going. If you want to put Danny Duffy, if you want to take Steven Strasburg, okay, I'm cool with that, of course. But, yo, this is what I'm doing. I'm giving you what you need. You know who else gives you what you need? RotoExperts.com. And their exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, trend analysis, and player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. This season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now. And start soaring to the top of the standings. Enter promo code free radio at checkout for a special discount. All right, that's what you do. We're hooking you up. And with my boy Donnie Burns hooking me up on the ones and twos, yo, I like these beats you're dropping here, Donnie Burns. Over, you know, we dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. This is the show that gives you what you need, but also, you know, makes you sound real cool. You know, your head is bobbing because your neck knows what's up and you're winning that cash. I want to tell you something about that I've been seeing. Yo, we know it's real still early in the season for baseball, but I want to give you a little something on what stats actually still matter at this point. Okay, here's some of the things you can see. I think velocity and pitch movement are things that are important to see for pitchers. We've talked about these, the Major League Baseball, uh, the radar guns in a different place, and how some people, you know, everybody's having a little bit of a tick up, but there are some people that have even a um, a bigger jump, and there are some people that are dropping. I told you about Sam Dyson. Here, yo, Shelby Miller, up this season. Dan Straley, up this season. But Jake Arrieta down this season. This is Velo I'm talking about, Velocity. That is something that normalizes pretty quickly. You know, your things like uh, your BABIP, your things like your FIP, those take times to normalize throughout the season. But the things, the inputs that the pitchers can actually control, and I'm talking about velocity, I'm talking about pitch movement data, I think that's real interesting. And, uh... You can actually start to look at and get efficiencies early on. Things like contact rate are a little bit different. For example, Clayton Kershaw, who everybody thinks is the best pitcher in baseball. His hard contact rate has gone up from 70 to 82% so far already this year. But that's too much of a small sample size. That's going to regulate. However, Sam Dyson has gone from 95.2 miles an hour to 93.9. That drop. And you add the miles per hour difference with the radar guns this year. 
I think that's a big difference. Here's the other thing I'm going to say. And, you know, I might have to talk about this a little bit more coming out of break. But we are moving to such a three-outcome game with the home run, the strikeout, and the walk. And that's really what baseball is looking. Thinking about this, everybody with their swings, the launch angle, trying to hit home runs. It's all about K-rate. You know, and, and people looking to get on base percentage, walks, those three outcomes, trying to take the defense out of it. That's what's happening. And I have some stats to back it up, okay? So when we come back in the cipher, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. We're going to check in on the polls. I'm also going to give you news and notes from around the league. You know how we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, around the world with the American Forces Radio Network. One of the other things we're going to talk about, I mentioned to you, Dana White talking again about this Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather. Yo, Big money we're talking about, yo. Big money. We're talking A-Rap money, okay? Let's get into it, yo. When we come right back, Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle. Aha! You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out to the Sports Byline affiliates and the American Forces Radio Network as well. Before the break, one of the things I was mentioning was that Baseball, I think, is really trending towards the three pure outcomes. And for those of you who don't know, what I'm talking about when we talk about these pure outcomes is the where something where the defense... The players on the field are completely independent of the outcome, where there is no potential for, in essence, for them to mess it up or for a shift to change something. We're talking about the pure outcomes. There are three of them in Major League Baseball. The strikeout, the walk, and the home run. Okay, And this has really, in my opinion, become the focus. You're going to hear me talking about this a lot during the Major League Baseball season. We talked about you know, the evolution of the leadoff hitter, how home runs are even there. Uh, we're talking about, we've talked to you about the launch angle that people are going for, trying to hit more fly balls, trying to hit more home runs. You obviously probably have already heard about money ball and you know, taking pictures, pitches and what was the on-base percentage revolution, Greek, you know, the Greek god of walks and all of that. But also now what we're looking for on the flip side are, 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 are strikeout pitchers, big horses that can strike, have strikeout stuff. Once again, trying to take this out, and, and the game is trending. Check this out. Home runs are up again this year. I know it's still a small sample size, but close to 10% up over the pace at this point last season. Okay, 1.12 home runs per game from each team so far. Okay, in many days, you'll have something like 30, 35 home runs in 28 games. All right? Never have there been 1.2 home runs per game per team, okay? Even in the steroid era, even in the height of the steroid era, Barry Bonds. And remember, I told you about guys like Richard Hidalgo. When Luis Gonzalez was hitting 57 home runs, we didn't have this number, okay? Players, players last year combined to hit 5,693 home runs last year. That was just short of the record established in 2000. It, it stands to fall this year after the steroid era because people are trying to. The strikeout is also jumping. The strikeout rate is jumping to 8.22 per nine innings. Okay? Above last season, you know, almost like two above 
10, 15 years ago. Okay, this is where people are going. Is this more entertaining? I'm not sure. I've always heard chicks dig the long ball. I, I, I think people like striking for the two-strike clap, you know, the slow clap. People do like strikeouts. But this is interesting. I think they're trying to take defensive error and the shift out of the game, and people are building teams that way. I find it very interesting, and I've, you know, I've talked to you guys about this a lot in terms of strikeout rate, in terms of launch angle, you know, in terms of uh, you know, walk rate. So this is something you're going to be hearing about. I'm not sure if it's good. We're gonna. I'm going to talk. If I ever get a guy like Tony Sincato or Benny Riccardi on, we're going to talk about this on the show. But let's keep it moving here. Let's get into the cipher. News and notes around the NFL, which, like I said, the NFL schedule gets released tonight. The draft is a week from tonight. And there is a lot of smoke screening going on, in my opinion. Again, EVP of the Browns, Sashi Brown, says he is open to trading up from the 12th pick. Maybe to get a quarterback. He says, and I quote, we don't want to force things that just have to happen, but we'll stay aggressive at all positions. Remember, like, just yesterday, I told you the Browns were not planning to make a move for a quarterback. Remember, like, two days ago when I told you the Browns were considering letting uh, Brock Osweiler and Cody Kessler have a competition at quarterback? You hear everything this time of year. Like I said, this is a day, 420. Happy 420, and also happy high five day. Happy high five day. Slap hands. Slap hands. Like my man, the water boy, Adam Sandler out there. Um, We're going to hear a lot of stuff in the next week. It's going to be very interesting to try and sift and mine for the truth. That's why I have that poll question up. We'll check in on that poll. Right now, 49% of you think a top 10 pick will be traded. 23% of you think Malcolm Butler or Richard Sherman will be traded. 14% of you think that Garoppolo Osweiler will be traded. And, and, you know, my man Sashai Brown has said everything under the sun around that. 14% of you think that Sheldon Richardson, the Jets' stud linebacker, will get traded as the Jets go into full rebuild. And remember, they already have Muhammad. Wilkerson they have um, a growing Leonard Williams all right speaking of which maybe this is real maybe this is another smokescreen Eagles uh, Philadelphia Eagles say they may be targeting Joe Mixon he's the off troubled running back out of Oklahoma but I don't understand this I think the Eagles have have running backs whether it be Sproles they like that kid Wendell Smallwood you know Ryan Matthew injury prone I get it so we'll we'll see about that but uh, I got my boy Donnie Burns with me here on Thursday I don't have him on Friday so I got to be able to utilize him now I'm gonna have my man Chris Bavona back with me on the ones and twos on Friday I do believe here on the fantasy freestyle but Donnie Burns is my resident NBA you know he's the love doctor for me if you listen to the fantasy freestyle he's also my NBA correspondent and I put up a question here on uh on the poll today Don as we keep it moving here in the cypher would you pick the Warriors or would you pick the field you know and like right now on uh, on the poll question, it's very interesting. Right now, fifty one percent say the field, forty nine percent say they would take the Golden State Warriors to win the championship over everyone. Listen, they won yesterday, one hundred ten to eighty one. This is without Kevin Durant. Remember last year when Steph Curry like rested his ankle for a few games in the first round? It really reminds me of this. It also does not surprise me. That Kevin Durant now has, you know, what I would say is like a compensation injury, right? The calf after the knee, the opposite leg. Listen, I think everybody, besides maybe San Antonio so far, everybody else has struggled. We talked about LeBron struggling and the Cavs with their defense. We've talked about the way that the Celtics look. We talk, we saw how the Raptors even went down a game. You know, we see the way the the... You know, the Thunder will probably pose a challenge here. We saw the Jazz. I mean, everybody else, the Warriors look like they're cruising with or without Kevin Durant. Um, so I think it could be. Don't look, you know, and I know Donnie Burns, you've said this also. I would love to see a run out of the Washington Wizards. 
I would love to see love the Wizards. Yeah, thank you. I would love to see my boy John Wall. I would love to see. I would love to see that. Oh, as right now, it looks like the Montreal Canadiens get first blood in that game against the New York Rangers in a pivotal game five of the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. It looks like the Canadiens will go up one one nothing. But yeah. I like the way John Wall, I think Washington is playing hot, but I don't know. I don't know. And, and Donnie, we were talking before about the greatest B-movie of all time when a gang in New York has to battle their way back to Coney. And every time I think of this Golden State Warriors team, bro, this is what I think. I think we're going to have to start using this. Many people are saying uh, right now, 50, 51% are saying everybody else. I think I'm with the 49% saying the Golden State Warriors because I think they're ready to come out and play. What do you think, Donnie? Come out and play. Yay. I think they're going to come out and play. I would take them against the field. Donnie Burns, the uh, who is the fantasy freestyle NBA correspondent, special contributor. What do you, how would you take this poll? Yeah, so I'm probably going to have to go with the Warriors as of right now. I had the field a few days ago, but after watching the Rockets go up against the Thunder and having Russell Westbrook shoot 18 for 43, and it's oh still Oh my God, that was crazy, game. right? It was, still, it was still a close game. So, and, then, and James Harden went for 37, 8, and 10 or something like that. So the really, I think the only team that can challenge them at this point is the Spurs. Kawhi's playing great. Not He's Cleveland? Also, Not Cleveland? Uh, no, I mean in the West, okay. West-wise. Um, I mean, if you watch that Spurs game, I think Kawhi went to the line 19 times. So he's playing great. He's, he's aggressive. I would have the Spurs, but right now I have the Warriors. All the right. only team that could challenge him, I think, is the Spurs right now, though. Unfortunately, because I had the Rockets. I feel you. One of the games that, uh, one of the series that we're talking about, you talk about these Spurs. They're playing game three tonight in Memphis. Memphis coming back down 0-2. I do want to mention this. You see that Mike Conley gave away 500 tickets to game three. He bought and gave away to, uh, you know, to just fans saying, you know, like, that have been supporting the team, that sort of thing. You know, Connolly has been known as like a good guy. And, he's and, a man. Yeah, he's won the NBA Sportsmanship Award twice. And interestingly enough, in his entire career, which I think at this point is about 10 years, he has never had a technical called on him. Yep, and he's also covering his coach's um, fine that he got for publicly uh, discriminating against the officials in that game where Kawhi went to the line 19 times. All right, so there it is. Yo, fantasy freestyle, we want to tip our cap, pour a little bit out. For uh, our boy Mike Conley, buying tickets for the fans. Mike C. Doing, doing, doing big things. Let's keep it moving here in the cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can get at us on those polls, Fantasy Radio. You could holler at me, follow me, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. You could also holler at your boy live on the Fantasy Freestyle, 844-843-6879. Keeping it moving in the cypher. We were talking about this before, Donnie. Dana White talking again about this Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. And and this time he's talking about numbers, man. We're talking about dollars and cents, yo. And um, what he's saying is that he's going to probably be able to work out a deal with Conor pretty easily. And he wants to get that locked in first. He says Conor McGregor stands to make $75 million if these two were to get it on. And I think that's like Conor's going to be like, sure. You know, he's never made more than something like 10, 15 million before. Uh, Floyd. And, and you know how Floyd Money was talking. Mayweather. You know how Floyd was talking before how he's the A side, blah blah blah. If we're gonna make it, we got to make the number right for him. Dana White says that Floyd's gonna make probably a little bit north of one hundred million dollars uh, in the one hundred to one hundred twenty-five million. That's got to be enough, right? Like yeah, I would think. Let's I, let's I make like it pop that. off. I like this a lot. 
And there uh, has just been too much talk about this. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is Speeds and Spitting Statistician calling his shot on the fantasy freestyle. I'm telling you, what is it now? April 20th, happy 420 day. Within the next two to three weeks, I think... I think around Cinco de Mayo, when there's that big uh, Canelo Alvarez, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fight, around Cinco de Mayo, that's when fight fans really get into it. That's when we're going to hear the announcement of a Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight that will take place later on this year. I think we're going to hear an announcement. Too many people are talking about this, okay? What's interesting is that it's going to be a boxing match. You know, um, that's the only way to really bring the fans in, I think. And Floyd's going to be the A-side, and Floyd deserves it, but... Listen, he's a defensive fighter fighting against the southpaw, a big southpaw, like an awkward guy like Conor McGregor. And I've said this before. Conor McGregor is used to fighting the UFC where he has to train for like multiple different styles coming at him. This is only going to be one style. Given it is Floyd Mayweather in boxing, he used to have to try to try to train for like the Wu-Tang style, you know, so many different ways. I think Floyd will win and teach him a boxing lesson ultimately. But I wouldn't be surprised. I think Connor is a live dog. You never know. Um, when we come back, though, we're going to put the fun in Functional Sports Radio. Donnie, I got some updates on topics we've been talking about. A-Rod and J-Lo. All sorts of stuff we still got to talk about here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. We're going to make it happen. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician. Come on right back. We're having fun. Oh, oh! You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, of course, on all our sports byline affiliates around the country and through the American Forces Radio Network around the world, making Fantasy Freestyle truly a global show. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. And if you want to join the show, there's multiple ways you could do that. As always, phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. I'm happy to talk sports with you this hour. Also, you could get at us at Fantasy Radio, FNTSY on Twitter. You could also follow and holla at me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. The Baltimore Orioles are up on the Reds 1-0 in the top of the third. Nationals and Braves are scoreless in the first inning. And the Phillies are all over Noah Syndergaard. I told you to watch out for that. I told you to watch out for that because of the blisters. He's wearing the fake fingernails. I told you. Phillies up on the Mets early 3-0 in the second inning. Late in the first period in Game 5 in Pittsburgh, the Penguins are up 1-0 looking to eliminate the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the Montreal Canadiens are up on the Rangers 1-0 towards the end of the first period. The Canadiens looking to win Game 5 at home in that series. Also, the Indiana Pacers in the second quarter have a 10-point lead on the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're up 37-27 to as they start the second quarter. The Indiana Pacers looking to uh, hang around and give up, a, put up a fight to LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Remember I talked about earlier... Uh, I think it was last week, how I think Paul George is really just angling for free agency because he, he knows this is probably his last series with the Indiana Pacers. I'm going to have my boys join the Cypher next next week. I think on Tuesday, we're going to have my boys Jason DeJesus and Kenton Kirby. Uh, they're going to be holding us down with all the info we need on the NBA playoffs. Big shout out to them for that. But let's keep it moving here. We put the fun in functional sports radio. One of the things I mentioned a few days ago was that uh, Derek... Gita was looking at potentially a bid to buy 
the Florida Marlins, and I said there were a number of groups that are battling for it, you know, maybe potentially bidding. Oh, and as I say that the New York Rangers have tied the game up. We are now tied at one late in the first period. The New York Rangers, which I know may be of importance to people that are around here, around Rockin' Riley's in Studio 34 here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, right across the street from Madison Square Garden. Rangers have tied it at one. So it looks like Jeter and one of his competitors are teaming up are teaming up and that is oh my goodness i can't even get this story out because now the montreal canadiens have just answered right back and scored they go up 2-1 now this is very quick now with 339 left in the first period we have had a bunch of goals in the last minute down there in montreal i got one eye on that one eye i'm trying to get out this Derek jeter story so what had happened was He's now merging forces with uh, former Florida Governor Jeb Bush. They are merging their bids because somebody brought down big money. Uh, New York City financier, a guy named Wayne Rothenbaum, put him in a huge bid. So it looks like the Jeter Group and the Jeb Bush Group are now merging uh, to try and buy the Florida Marlins. And I like this. I like Jeter's path here. I talked about it last time. He doesn't need to become a, a, a manager like Don Mattingly. He doesn't need to become a broadcaster like my boy Tony Romo. He doesn't need to even become a GM like John Lynch. He's going straight to become a boss. He's always said he always wanted to be a boss like George Steinbrenner. That's the route Michael Jordan went, if you remember. I think even Wayne Gretzky owned part of an NHL team. So when you're a true icon, you go the ownership route. And it's funny. I saw something. I think it was on Deadspin. They made a nice joke saying if Jeter and uh, Jeb get together, Jeter would finally have someone to sit next to who makes him look youthful or makes him look high energy. And Jeb would finally have a place to go where he could pretend to all the people that are uh, are clapping are clapping for him. So I thought that was funny. I would like – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would want to be a manager, an owner, or a GM. I like to be a GM. It's kind of like fantasy sports, right? But being an owner does make you a bouse. I like that kind of too. Bouse, B-A-U-S. You know what I'm saying? Yo, check it out. I mentioned before, as we keep it moving here on the site for Fantasy Freestyle, that the schedule is coming out. That the NFL schedule is coming out. And I'm excited about this. I always like to look ahead for my team. And I would love to know, if you want to holler at me on Twitter, what do you look forward to? Maybe that's what should be our poll question tomorrow, Donnie Burns. Now, because the NFL schedule is coming out. So amidst this NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, you know, we're talking about Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, all this stuff. I'm excited. I'm excited to know who my Jets are going to be playing in opening, you know, opening week in September. I, I have heard a couple of things already, though. I've heard that uh, the Pats and the Raiders are going to be playing in Mexico City in Week 11. And I think this is interesting. Remember, I've been talking about the Raiders here in their move to Vegas. I think the Raiders are going to be in Mexico City at least one or two games every year. Because remember, if Oakland kicks them out, and I've been talking about you know the parking tickets, and I've been talking about how the support and the protest might be there. Listen, if they have to be a nomad team in like 2019, they may play four of their games in Mexico City and four of their home games in San Antonio. I think that's very viable, and I think they're teasing and going that way, and they get the defending champions to go down to Mexico City. I hope his I hope Tom Brady gets his jersey coming back after that week 11 game. Also, Giants and Cowboys look like they're going to be the opener for Sunday night football. I think this has happened now like 4 years in a row where it's been Giants Cowboys on Sunday night football. But with my teams, I like to look at, you know, my rivalry games. When do I play my biggest rivalries? I like to look at, you know, the end of the season. I look at like my December schedule. I try and see, you know, 
will I have a good end of the schedule to maybe like make a playoff push? This is, of course, if I was cheering for a team that I think is going to make the playoffs. I'm a Jets fan, and I actually want them. Listen, all this stuff I hear about the Jets going Mitchell Trubinsky, I am horrified by that. I want them to hashtag suck for Sam, and by that I mean Sam Darnold, quarterback out of USC for next year. Even Josh Rosen, the chosen run, the Rosen one out of UCLA. I want the Jets to play Josh McCown for the first like six to eight games of the season. I want them to then try it out, whoever it is, Christian Hackenberg, Bryce Petty, and I want them to suck for Sam. I want them to go 3-13 and and have a top three pick next year when there's really co- franchise quarterbacks in the mix. I don't think Mitchell Trubinsky is that guy. Deshaun Watson is really a boss. I like Deshaun Watson, but we'll see. So, but going back to the schedule, I also look to see primetime games. Are they on Thursday night football? Are they on Sunday night football? Monday night football? You know, do they play Thanksgiving? I'm interested in that, you know? I'm also interested to see when's their bye week? You know, when's the London game? Stuff like that. You know, so uh, I'm interested in that as well. Those are things that I like when I'm coming out of the schedule. But, yo, let me give you an update on some things we've been talking about earlier on this week in Fantasy Freestyle. One thing is Eli Manning. Remember, Eli Manning was in that uh, was in that memorabilia thing. We talked about his emails. I was making fun of him having an AOL account and a BlackBerry, things of that nature. I thought it was really funny. But, um he came out and spoke on it today. And I got to tell you something. Eli Manning does not usually get, like, angry or emotional. If you saw these comments, he did. He was angry. He was emotional. He said he had nothing to hide. He did nothing wrong. That there's new evidence that making everybody see it their way. And I got to tell you, I'm a Jets fan, but I got to say, I mean, Eli Eli has been an upstanding citizen. Eli doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm going to trust this until I hear otherwise. I do think this is a non-story. Um, another story, though. That I want to update you guys on that we've been talking about here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Yesterday, I talked to you guys about A-Rod going down to the Dominican Republic with his new in his new relationship. And then he went to Mark Anthony's villas. And that would be fine, except for the, the fact that the woman he took there was Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony's ex, ex. You know, and that's interesting. But I'm hearing more about this. They went on an Easter egg hunt together with the kids. Everything is all good, you know, but apparently, and here's what I think is interesting. Apparently, this is not the first time A-Rod has had like a kind of cool relationship with a girlfriend and like that woman's ex. This also happened last year, you know, and I'm talking about this out of like, you know, page six and whatnot, but A-Rod with his then girlfriend, uh, this woman, uh, Wojcicki. Caroline Wojnowski, maybe something like the, he, her husband was there. Also, I mean that they all get along, they hang out. This has happened before, so maybe this is part of A Rod's playbook. I don't know. I don't know. And remember, I thought this was like J Lo was had the more stoked ego. I got a lot of feedback on that as well. Check this out. Here's what I want to do. And I'm waiting for my man Donnie Burns. Donnie Burns, I told you I had the NFL schedule release, and it's coming out in 10 minutes. So I wish if my show was a little bit longer, I'd be able to talk to you guys about that, what I'm seeing in the NFL schedule. But Donnie Burns, there is another schedule that has been released. There is another schedule that has been released, and I hope you know what I am talking about. We are talking about the schedule release of the big three, the three-on-three tournament, the three-on-three, not a tournament, the three-on-three league that my boy Ice Cube is starting this summer. We've been following this as we put the fun in Functional Sports Radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and, of course, to all of our affiliates on Sports Byline and the American Forces Radio Network for all those servicemen and women. If the servicemen and women and our new listeners have not heard about this yet, the Big Three tournament, the Big Three League, 
is a three-on-three league where, you know, it's going to be something of a barnstorming tour this summer. They're going around, and they, you know, I've been talking about it. I say they've been doing it real great, promoting this, doing things like uh, doing charity acts in every city they go to, having all the teams play in the same arena over the weekend, so if you as a fan can go and see all of the games. And these teams are constructed with. We're talking about guys. You know, retired NBA cats that are going to be playing three-on-three. And some of these guys are nice. We're talking about Chauncey Billups, Mike Bibby, Al Harrington, Jermaine O'Neal, Corey Maggette, Allen Iverson, Jason Williams, Richard Lewis, Steven Jackson. We're talking about good guys. And then I remember uh, with my boy Donnie Burns, I showed him the logos of all the teams. I showed him the logos of all the teams. And uh, we have some new news. We have some new news on the uh, Big Three League, and I want to share it with my boy Donnie Burns and eventually get his reaction as well. We have the coaches now of all the teams, and I think this is going to be sick. Okay, on the team, remember Three's company, remember to Three on Three League, and remember how uh, this league is going to have a four-point shot. This league is going to have a four-point shot, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's also very cool. Um... Three's company is going to be player coached by Allen Iverson. That's sick. The three-headed monsters is going to be coached by, you ready for this, the glove, Gary Payton. The ghost ballers are going to be coached by George Irv- George Gerving. He can finger roll. This is sick. Are you kidding me? The trilogy are going to be coached by Rick Mahorn. They're going to be a bang-up team, the trilogy. They got Kenyon Martin and Al Harrington. That's a front line. The tri-state is going to be coached by Dr. J. Julius Irving. Are you kidding me? The power is going to be coached by Clyde Drexler. The Ball Hogs are going to be coached by Rick Berry. And I saved what I think is the best for last. Donnie Burns, the Killer Threes, who already have Chauncey Billups and Steven Jackson, are going to be coached by... Are you ready for this, Donnie Burns? They're going to be coached by Charles Oakley. Incredible. Charles Oakley coming back in a barnstorming tour in New York. And the schedule release says their first games are going to be June 26th in Brooklyn. They're going to play, you know, this is after the NBA playoffs in the, in the summertime. Playoffs are going to be uh, August 20th in Seattle. The championship will be August 26th in Vegas. Okay, they're still going to do a draft. This is a three-on-three league. Games will be up to 60 points. They have a four-point shot. I think this is incredible. The only thing I think they've missed the ball on here is I think they need to make a three-on-three team that is Charles Barkley, Lonzo Ball, and LeVar Ball. I've said this before. Then we'll find out how good LeVar Ball really is. But interesting I mentioned LeVar Ball. You know, I got to get my LeVar Ball news in there. Remember, remember, uh, I think it was last week, I told you guys when when LeVar Ball went up against LeBron James and talked about his kids, I said that was really big because LeBron, LeBron is basically the CEO of Nike. You know, and if he wanted that billion dollar contract, you don't want to mess with LeBron and you don't want to mess with Nike. Well, I heard a quote, veteran Nike executive George Raveling said today about LeVar Ball that he is, quote unquote, the worst thing to happen to basketball in the last hundred years. 
to me that means Lonzo Ball and that Triple B brand. They're not getting that billion-dollar deal with Nike. You could cross LeBron and Nike off the list, but I would love to see a three-on-three team. Charles Barkley, Lonzo Ball, and LeVar Ball. I want to get my boy Donnie Burns' thoughts on Charles Oakley as the head coach. We'll tie a bow on this one. Check in on the polls. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Pizza Spittin' Statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Tying a nice little bow at the end of another show with my boy, Donnie Burns. Checking in on some scores here. The Pacers all over the Cleveland Cavaliers going to the, towards the end of the second quarter. The Pacers have a 14-point lead on the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're up 50-36 to 36 right now. Orioles still up on the Reds, one nothing in the top of the fourth. Mets trying to claw back a little bit. The score now 3-1 to one here in City Field in the bottom of the second. Nationals and Braves still scoreless in the top of the second. In the hockey playoffs, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're up one nothing on the Columbus Blue Jackets. And like I said, in the first intermission, the Montreal Canadiens up on the New York Rangers 2-1. to one. Later on, in a pivotal Game 5 in Edmonton, it'll be the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks. But that series tied at 2. And the Nashville Predators, they're taking on the Chicago Blackhawks, looking for the sweep. So let me give a big shout-out right now, actually, in Nashville. In Nashville, you can hear Fantasy Freestyle on your sports byline affiliates, 104.5 FM. WGFX in Nashville. Big shout out there. Also, let me tell you about the polls before we get out of here real quick. We had two polls up. And the first was, who would you take to win the NBA playoffs at this point? Would you take Golden State or everybody else, the field? And right now, it's still close. It's like around 50-50. 47% of you agree with me and would actually take the Golden State Warriors against the entire field right now. I think they look good with or without Kevin Durant. I think they are going to cruise. And our second poll question that we have up is, which trades do you think will go down? I chronicled that happy 420 day is a, tra- a, a trade day. Before the uh, trade, before the NFL draft, a lot right now. Forty nine percent of you say that a top ten draft pick will get dealt before the draft. Twenty four percent of you think that a DB a guy like Malcolm Butler or Richard Sherman will go. Fourteen percent of you say a defensive lineman like Sheldon Richardson, and only thirteen percent say the quarterbacks Garoppolo, Osweiler. Maybe there'll be a surprise, but I'll tell you something: if there is a surprise, your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician, will hold you down and give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. That's what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back tomorrow, my boy Donnie Burns. Have a good weekend because tomorrow Chris Pavone will be in that chair on the ones and twos. We're gonna make it happen. Fantasy Freestyle. Ooh, ooh.